Welcome back to Tea Time with the Canadians. I am your host, Sidia. And I'm your host, Damali. And on today's episode, we have some exciting things that we'll be discussing. We also have a guest, special guest joining us, so stay tuned for that. Um, it's going to be it's gonna be very different from last week, so just to put that out there. But yeah, just- so, exciting things, so stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Hadia, though, how are you doing? We're going to do our little check-in. How are you this week? This week, I am doing okay. I'm doing okay. Just a little stressful with finals and stuff coming up. Um, I don't know. I like doing this podcast because it's kind of like a, a woosha moment. Like, this is what I feel like my free time consists of, is doing this once a week, then chillaxing. Really haven't been watching anything. No YouTube, no Hulu, no Netflix, no nothing, no Disney Plus, no nothing. Just kind of been chilling. Um, like yeah. a little de-stressor. Stressful yeah, like a little, a little de-stressor. I kind of like doing the creative stuff and like all of that stuff, which, yeah um by the time this goes up i think we will know who won the giveaway so whoever that was congratulations i want to point that out <laughs> um but yeah this week was cool it was just like i said just really uh, it's really stressful because it's like we are literally getting to like the final 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 ending of this term and like i just want to finish strong it has just been a rough college experience since during the quarantine and during doing school in quarantine like it has not been my best but i'm trying to make it work and trying to finish strong so that's all we can really say all we can really say how about you Dwayne? how was your um week? this week it was okay i've just been working a lot you know trying to make my coin to make my money because mm-hmm. you know i'm broke and i have i'm actually the only reason i'm trying to work a lot is because i have some things coming up that i need to take care of uh, take care of and i'm trying to prioritize that mm-hmm. so i'm just trying to save up a lot of money for certain things that i'm trying to do so i can't really complain about work even though i do it's all worth it because i'm still getting paid so i like that your attitude has changed good job because be thankful oh my attitude never i mean yes i had said some negative things but i'm so thankful because i'm literally the person that gets the most work or the most hours out of anybody who works in the cap so i don't i'm not complaining i just it it was it's just really tough when you know they know that i'm a good worker so they tend Mm -hmm. to overwork me this is the only thing i never said i was like ungrateful or anything let me let me put let's 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 uh bless the king but let's bless the the viewership with some uh some lessons some lessons here why oh i mean okay sure but no no, like not you nodding your head but no for real let's let's bless them with some wisdom here let's bless them with some wisdom this what is which is this called this should be uh what is this segment this is just coming off the top of my head i feel like wise words from the kennedys like (laughs) no no (laughs) sure wise words from the kennedys as our grandma always says for anybody out there if you are a good worker they will work you to death so you need to know when to do what you need to do and how fast and how slow to do it i would basically say just read the room (laughs) read the room see yes Sorry, I just wanted to add that in there because May always does say that. She's like, if you are a good worker, she was like, they will literally try to work you to death. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, other than that, n- not to get all like worked out or nothing, but uh, no pun intended. I'm playing. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, uh, other than that, my week was all right. Um, I didn't really have any tests or nothing, so it was pretty smooth week. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 All right, well, let's get into this mainstream media event. So this week seems to be the main story. <laughs> Actually, this reminds me of something Do you, before I even announce what we're discussing. Have you seen that calendar where it was just like, we are three months into 2021 and these are the major events of the month and how <laughs> January was death, the insurrection, and then um, February was Gorilla Glue Girl. And then this <laughs> this month was Harry and Meghan, which is exactly who we were talking about this month, which is Harry and Meghan. Loki, I feel like for the month of March, you could include a couple of the things. I'm not going to lie. What were the other things? The money, ma- money bag, Joe. No, that's not the big, that's not a big news type story though. That's not, that's not. I don't know. I don't know. Black Twitter was going pretty crazy. If you ask that, me. that was funny. Oh, uh, we forgot to show Mamey that, but anyhow, back on topic. Sorry, back on track, back on track. But I was just going to say yes. So we are going to be discussing the Harry and Meghan interview, which they had an interview last Sunday with Oprah and that was something else. I did not get to watch the full interview. I watched the like segments that people posted online and stuff. But the main reason I want to discuss this is because following that interview that Harry and Meghan had with uh, Oprah Winfrey um, on um, Good Morning Britain, which I'm assuming is the UK's version of Good Morning America. It makes sense. Good Morning Britain. Um, Piers, Mr. Piers Morgan, he is full of it. He is so full of it. 
and his thought his the opinions were honestly outright hateful i feel like and honestly people would be like well he's like oh i'm not a racist i don't believe pierce is a racist but i do believe that some of the things he was coming out that were coming out of his mouth were it was that um what do they call it covert racism is it is, is that what that's called like covert racism it's not like you're gonna have to define that for me because i actually haven't heard that term before i'm not gonna lie i don't know if that's the correct term for it though it's not the blatant racist racism it's the um it's like the microaggressions okay we'll just say micro yeah like it's like the microaggressions that's what i'm saying he was showing and i was saying like uh I'm, I'm gonna let you say your thoughts what were your thoughts on that what were your thoughts on his his little outbreak yeah so like you i didn't necessarily see like the whole entire like uh segment on good morning britain i just saw like clips that were posted and what people were talking about but to me i don't think i really caught anything that was like off-putting it was more so like previous comments that he i felt like they were talking about that he has made in the past about um <laughs> Megan and like I seen this interview essentially where he was talking about how supposedly him and Megan went on a date and like the the next thing he knew he like sent her to this party off or sent her off in a cab to this party and she had met um Prince Harry and then after that he said he never heard from her again so I low-key feel like the reason he acts the way he acts is because it's like he's being bitter because he he didn't get to date or be with Megan Markle, but Megan never likes him like that. Like that man is so much older than her. So like I was like, I mean, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But him, he was, he was gonna catch Megan like fierce. <laughs> yeah, like it was just it was literally like a like a friendly like get together, and he took it as a date. I was like, I think Megan Markle addressed that too. She was like, it was never a date. Like yeah, and she's even said that. So I low key think it's like the not okay i'm gonna say it like this it's like the jealous ex type thing or or not jealous but bitter ex type uh stigma that it, it is even though they weren't together that's how pierce is acting so yeah but honestly it wasn't even just that viral thing where like on that last day where he was talking to one of his co-hosts uh one of the co-hosts that they apparently had invited on the show i can't remember exactly what his name was but he was calling him out he was just like we get it pierce you don't like her but he was like you are letting your you not like her cloud your judgment in the way you are speaking about her and i had watched um I had literally watched, um, whatchamacallit, I had watched their them talking about this interview, like the lead up to this interview, like a week in advance. And I had watched the 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 videos that they had posted on posted on the Good Morning Britain YouTube page. And they like I was watching it and it was just like the stuff that was coming out of this man's mouth it honestly was outright like it was downright hateful like it was main things yeah. like I don't believe that she had a mental health crisis and like I don't believe that um she was lonely and she was going through all this stuff and even some of the guests that they had on her show like they were like oh really she's lonely in a castle and da 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 it doesn't matter how much money you can have you can still have mental health issues but I think that the and that's why a lot of people say money doesn't buy happiness like it really no doesn't how much money mm -hmm. you have in the world yes you're going to be financially free from anything you want to do and everything but that doesn't that's not going to accommodate for your your health because you as much money as you spend your health is still never going to fix itself unless you yeah. fix it yeah no and that's what I'm saying like I felt like him saying and dismissing her mental health crisis because she's the only one that knows it and from like some of the mental health training that I've had for my job they say that if somebody is thinking about like if they're having like suicidal ideations they're not gonna just say like somebody if, if they are having those thoughts they will literally tell you yes these are the thoughts I'm having yeah. like this is this yeah. like I don't think that her coming on national tv saying I was having these mental health crisis issues how I that's that's how I know that she's telling the truth because no you're no no one's gonna lie about that unless obviously they have other mental health issues you know but mm -hmm. that's the one thing I'm saying like I take very importantly is mental health so for him to just sit on national tv and dismiss her health and then also people were talking about how for it is it's like very common in the black community for like black people and like honestly it's not just a black people issue it's, it's a very like other people issue but we're talking about Megan because Megan Markle is black and it's the fact that he was literally just dismissing her and he was dismissing every single thing that she was going through. And like people were saying, and like that guy was saying, and he called him out Piers Morgan out on that. Like he was dismissing every single thing that she was saying, regardless of what your relationship was, what happened in that, um, in, in Buckingham palace or whatever, whatever happened amongst the Royal family, that was wrong. Like that was downright wrong and acknowledge it. And also another thing that I saw too on the Good Morning Britain show was like they were talking to people on the streets and they were like, oh, well, what do you think about it? And the one thing that stuck with me was this one guy was like, I don't think the royal family could ever do wrong. And that's a problem because and they that's all think a major problem. The mm -hmm. They all think they're above the law. Yeah. 
And another thing too that I took away from watching the interviews and, and, and the news stories about this this thing is that like the queen had said in her statement, they're going to address this privately and, and stuff and they're going to, you know, sit down with the family or whatever. I really do think that they need to address what happened privately but like they need to sit down and have a family meeting because obviously Megan felt some type of way and she felt like it was because she was black she didn't get the help she needed and she was like there's no other reason that you would not give me the help that I needed unless you were discriminating me discriminating against me and then not only that I think another thing that stuck out too was the fact that um, during that interview she had mentioned how apparently Prince Harry had told her that one of his family members had questioned how brown or how dark the baby was going to be like, okay, yes, Megan is black, but Megan is like white passing. Mm-hmm. Yes, the baby's going to have black jeans and black traits, whatever you think about it, but he's black. If you're going to have 25% black and like 75% white. Yeah. And I just think there's that, a oh, high possibility. Hold on. There's a high yeah. possibility that white is going to overshadow. Like Archie is like white as heck. Mm-hmm. Like really? And, and the question was how dark is he going to be? Which honestly, and even Pierce, that's what I was going to say, like going back to the whole Pierce situation, Pierce had even commented on that situation. And he was like, well, why can't you just be like curious? He was just like, I think context means everything. But they literally gave us context. They, from what we understood and from what they told, you know, national, you know, national, you know, all of these, you know, viewers or whatever the heck, like from what they told us, what was the way that that was stated in the response to Oprah's question was, they said that there was concern for how dark baby Archie was going to be. That tells you that somebody is like kind of racist. Like, right. And like, I don't her, think that, wait, I want to say before you anything, I don't feel like you can phrase that type of question in any type of way to make it seem like it's non-malicious. So who, who cares? Like literally who cares? Right. Like why does the color of the baby matter? No, it doesn't. It and literally then, doesn't. And then another thing too, was the fact that they, they couldn't name, they couldn't give him the prince title. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. But I feel like a lot of that also has to be deeply rooted within the fact that a lot of people know that um, Prince Charles, is that the dad's name? Yes. Yes. Prince Charles is not Prince Harry's father. So they're like, oh, well, since he's having kids now, we don't even have to do whatever we got to do to make. But that's a conspiracy because they're like, Diana was... <laughs> Honestly, though, they Diana said, was, they Diana said was red matching. hair. Wait, 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 though. Diana was matching charles's energy he was gonna do her like that diana was gonna do him the same way and i applaud you miss diana because i know you're smiling down on your son because he did the right thing and stood by his wife in that situation yes no um i truly believe and if nobody knows about this conspiracy theory apparently uh princess diana had an affair with um I her writing like, instructor yeah her writing instructor so they said that and basically if you see the pictures prince harry looks like the writing instructor I don't care what nobody says. That's no, not he does. I've seen it. I've seen that's it. That's not a conspiracy theory to me. That's the truth. And even they say a lot of Britons know it. They say they know that he's not the son. Mm-hmm. Of Charles. Yeah. So like, he's honestly though, is it, is it William? William. Because the red hair, wait, the red hair trait or the red hair like quality that he has, that's a certain trait that you have to possess. And if, um, um, what's his brother's name? If Prince um, William. William was um, to have been or you know you know what I'm everybody you get what I'm saying if that were the case Prince William would also have had red hair because mm-hmm. anybody who has children and they have the red hair trait they automatically get that red hair gene mm-hmm. as long as the other partner has that so that's not that's not a conspiracy theory to me that's the truth I see it though I saw that I was like mm, I think I sent you that TikTok I was like Diana I was like Diana Miss Diana but honestly, though, I really feel like, honestly, though, through this all, Harry is the real king. Like, the fact that he was able to stand by his wife through all of this, through all of the, per se, torture that his his personal family put her through, I think that speaks volume. He is madly in love with Megan. And if you are yeah. madly in love with somebody, you are going to protect them with everything in you. Yeah, I agree. And I just want to say, like, going back, and that's what I'm saying, I really do applaud him because, like, people have been saying, like, they're, they're, they're always, like, they know that Diana is literally smiling, smiling down on Harry because that is something that Charles never did for her. And that was literally what ultimately led to her death. On top of the, the British, the British press being so ruthless in their coverage of the royal family. Mm-hmm. 
And he had even mentioned, he was like, the royal family needs the press and the press needs the royal family because that's what sells papers and that's what they, you know, that's what approved, that's what gives the royal family um, their approval. But my thing was that you could tell because if you watch the videos on the Good Morning Britain channel leading up to this interview, you could tell that there was um, some animosity from Piers because he was just like, I believe that, you know, she should be investigated for the bullying. And then his, her, his co-host, which her name was Suzanne, I was like, love you girl, Suzanne, because Suzanne was like, bruh, if you don't just shut up, we're like, she literally, her facial expressions were like, bruh, we get you don't like her. How many times are you going to keep saying this? But for him to literally just completely dismiss everything that Megan said, he was just like, well, she should be investigated for the bullying, which out of apparently out of blue, this bullying claim, claim, claim had come up. And people were like, well, then why else, you know, like, then how come everybody else can't be investigated? Everybody else needs to be investigated. It was just, it was just like a lot of, a lot of like the things that Megan and Harry were saying that they had an issue with. This is exactly what Piers was doing, you know? Right. Like, this is exactly what Piers was doing. He was gaslighting a lot of the situations and he was just like, this is, this is, this. And then um, they were like, well, what were you expecting walking into the royal family? Like literally, what are you expecting? Nobody knows what to expect when you're part of the royal family. And I just want to say another thing, another thing. Like, I think this is the last thing I believe I took away from that interview because I don't want to prolong this segment any longer anyway. But the last thing that I did take away from that interview is that those people like in the royal family, they take their institution. They take their, how do I, how do I phrase this? They take the institution of the monarchy and their titles more seriously than they take their own family. And I feel like that right there is the destructive factor within that family. And that's why there's such a rift between the family members right now, because Harry's not talking to his brother. He's barely started talking to his dad. Not that long. His, his, yeah. His dad, dad. <laughs> right. His dad, not that long ago. And it's just like, they need to, this is my thinking because at the end of the day, we're all people at the end of, they need to put the titles aside. Forget the titles. We all know you got the queen, you got the prince, you got all of these people, okay? Put the titles aside for once and look at your family members as family because at the end of the day, that is your family. Regardless of what title is what, that is your family. Like the queen needs to be a part of this conversation. Um, her husband, if he's able to, because I know he was, he was real sick. Looking real sickly. Yeah, he was real sick. He needs to be a part of this conversation. The main, main people, the main people that need to be part of that conversation is the queen, um, old boy, the queen's husband. I can't remember his name at the moment. Charles, William, and Kate. Because I know that Kate is at fault for a lot of that stuff and torture per se. That well, they say they say that Kate ended up apologizing. Well, so. Oh, oh my goodness. Before we, okay, hold on. Before we go on to the interview, I just want to say, Demond, did you see? Did you see the the how how bad of in damage control that the 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 royal family is yes. in now? Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. now, that's just, now that's how you know that a lot of that happened. Because now, why was this black woman behind you? They said, now why are you gonna have this? To why are you gonna tokenize this black woman? They were and like, they was if like, I'm not racist, you don't need to have a black woman to say then, I'm not racist. Then they was like, then they was like, what beats me is she not even wearing a coat, but everybody else is. They said they they was like, oh, they need to show the African print to show diversity. <laughs> anyway i was just like bruh come on now but honestly though for real for real like I, I don't even know if it would ever reach them but i i like my hope would be and my dream would be not really a dream but i'm just saying like at the end of the day like if <sighs> I'm, I'm messing up my words at the end of the day these people really need to look at the bigger picture like these are these people are your family members like are you really gonna let something that big divide you and if you are then you really need to reevaluate your reevaluate re your life because racism so some self-reflection yeah some self-reflection because racism was brought up and basically bullying was brought up and mental health was brought up and the fact that like this was being like denied treatment because of some of those things is heck messed up mm -hmm. indeed but yeah to end y'all i just I, this whole situation with megan and harry and the royal family we've already known there's been problems since they've gotten married and probably even before then but to end it off just like hope, my heart goes out for them like i really yeah, do i hope they can they're able to yeah they're able to get back to past this rift and some serious stuff is done in the royal institution or, yeah the royal institution the monarchy but um all right y'all so moving on I guess we're going to talk about this briefly, but y'all know them Stimmy checks is hitting bank accounts. 
real early i'm sick i haven't gotten mine and uh they's like i'm not even gonna spend it anyway it don't matter yes but i just need to watch it sit in my account though anyways (laughs) i don't know if anybody has seen it but when they announced it a black twitter and black just black social media in general went crazy oh my bad they went crazy they started calling this man moneybag joe and when i tell you this thing made national news like that's how you know it was a slow so day. No, funny. that's how you know it was a slow day at MSNBC. They are so funny. Bruh, that's how you know it was money? a slow day at MSNBC. The, the yep. fact that they were like, no, President Joe Biden has now got a new nickname. His name is Moneybag Joe. Joe. Like, what? It is. What but do you mean? Who doesn't love free money? And then people who are sick about people getting free money, like, self-evaluate. Bro, that's not just free money. Like, that's honestly that's really the bare minimum right now i'm not saying i'm not happy that we're getting something but at the end of the day that they had all of these people in congress that had the opportunity to make some i get so passionate about politics girl i don't know why you brought this up but i'm just saying like at the end of the day this is the bare minimum because when congress had the opportunity to create um, a plan for us they failed and they were like no we're not doing this you gave us one $1,200 check at the beginning of the, the pandemic where, where you had people in Canada getting $2,000 a month to help them place. Get alone, it wasn't, even, it wasn't even in the beginning of the pandemic. It was low-key like towards the middle. Yeah. It was like during the summer. And then basically shut down for like a whole six months and didn't even try to do nothing. And people were out here struggling. Long lines at food banks. Like, bruh. Like, you're kidding me. You've got to be kidding me very true i don't know and i just want it to be known i mean as, as they have been saying on every single news network there was not one republican senator from congress that part that part. right not one not a one chose to be like yes the american people need this money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one more time one more time one more time one more time like really mm-hmm. y'all then made us get into one of the worst um what do you call that um what do, what do they call it national crises because y'all didn't take these seriously from the beginning and you are gonna sit there and not try to even help anybody y'all are that's why people keep saying that the republicans are the party of no but you know. when when i tell you the the term or that like that phrase where it's like america is like a it, we're a third world country correct yeah, we're a third world country, mine. No, I'm playing. What are we again? Anyhow, we're we are a first world country with the, the no no yeah. we're a third world country with the Gucci belt. That is actually correct. That's the saying. We're a third world. Country. Yeah, we're a third world uh, country. Technically, we're a first world though, but we are a third world with the Gucci yeah, belt. Mm-hmm. Third world country with the Gucci belt. Like that saying is literally so true. Like it just shows like our government does not care about the people. I just don't understand. Like they're not even they trying preach- to work. In- Yet yeah, they preach being about the people all the time. Like what? No, no, no. What did they? What did they say? They said the Republican Party is the party of accountability or something like that. I don't even know. Something like that. But I'm just like, but you guys at this point is the party of their if, own. If you were, so my me. thing though is like, I want to know like from those senators, if you were voting no, then what was your plan to help the people? Because you didn't neglected the people the entire pandemic. See. And in the bill, like I haven't gone over a lot of it, but in that in that legislation, like you were literally trying to not pass legislation that was going to allow schools to open safely. Nobody wants to freaking be doing online school. I don't want to be doing online school anymore. If we're going to open up safely, let us open up safely. And they need money to go into that. Like there was money in there for the vaccine. There was money in there for the people. There was money in there for, um, um, what you call it? For small businesses and only small businesses because during the first, you know, first two rounds of the stimulus stimulus um, packages, they they gave a lot of that money to like big corporations. Like, what does the big corporations need money for? Right. They, and they don't. And it was like, literally, they were robbing like the poor. Like Yeah, exactly. And you already, know, that's just greedy. That's you greedy. know, within those last four, four years with um, all due that um, the um, the the upper class was actually oh no, no, the middle class was actually paying more than the elite in this country. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that because they had they cap it at a certain point so that the wealthy don't have to start they don't have to pay to pay more. Yeah, I know. I don't know how some of some of these middle class people are not furious because I'd be furious. I'd be like, I'm paying. Excuse me, come again. I'm paying more than somebody that's making a million dollars a year. You know. Very true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyhow, go ahead. Sorry, long silence, pause. But um, 
no yeah it's just it's it's very frustrating because we've been at this for almost a year and everybody else around the, the world seems to be getting the hang of it when americans cannot so i just don't understand why they would do that like what was your replacement if you're gonna vote no to this bill what was what were you gonna replace it with just because it wasn't in your best you are voting against the interest of the people you are supposed to be serving but i mean pop off you know no i don't know i'm just saying like that just irritates my soul like i'm i'm it just doesn't make sense to me why you would want to vote against such a monumental package such legislation that's actually like trying to help the American people recover from such a horrible national crisis and it's just really frustrating wait wait, wait, before you even say I just want to say it's just really frustrating from 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 the um I don't know uh, thinking at the larger picture and thinking at the bigger picture it's just really frustrating because it's just like America is being very stupid right now and like we don't want to work together it's just like we are some of the most selfish people I have ever seen people talk about the UK being hecka rude no Americans are so freaking disrespectful they don't care about anybody we couldn't work together to freaking get out of this pandemic way way earlier like I'm just saying like it's just frustrating on that type of level and then to also see you know people in Congress members like these people who are supposed to be preserving us say no we don't want to pass some type of legislation that's actually going to help the people like what are you if you're going to say no to that then what what do you want to pass like like what do you want to pass like that one senator from ohio he literally stood up there he was just like y'all know if we put up a piece of legislation that was going to be passing huge and major tax cuts to the major to the elites in this country that you would be lining up saying yes 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 like is that all you care about you're not even part of the elite class so what do you why are you trying to help them you're hurting yourself that's definitely so it just doesn't make sense to me not 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 a one not a one republican voted to pass that legislation no they didn't not a one but yeah we're just so close to like ending this pandemic and it's like if we can really i'm i'm kind of moving away from like the whole money aspect but if americans can just please like please 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 hold out so we can like regain like where we were. I mean, obviously with this pandemic, a lot of things are gonna change, but I pray that Americans with the help of science because we couldn't do it on our own without the help of science are able to get past this. That's all I, that's all I wish. That's really all I need, I wish, I hope. And really honestly, like just thinking at the longer term picture of this, there's really no telling on how long we, because America couldn't get their crap together from the beginning, there's no telling how long the school conditions and the social conditions are going to be the way that they're going to be. Like, I saw a video from our high school and I sent it to Zamali and I was like, this honestly sucks. You have to have plexiglass, like, you know, whatever the little, you know, little thingies are around your desk. Like, mm-hmm. no, it's not. Y'all want to do this? y'all want to do this forever like listen to me please 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 to the american viewers excuse me to the american listeners american viewers who are watching the visual version of this podcast like please 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 can we just please just work together please like please i'm begging you at this point this is this is a cry also just get the vaccine at this point get the vaccine vaccine. because we already know how young people are just get the vaccine bro please oh big rich you hear big rich did no, what did Big Rich do? Big Rich apparently opened um um she wants to like lower the ages to like now 16 years old to where you can get the vaccine because you know how they were had to Oh actually, it. yeah, no, actually mm-hmm. by the by April 5th, everybody who is 16 and up is eligible for the vaccine vaccination mm-hmm. vaccine. So yeah. Well yeah, y'all please just go get get the vaccine, but just also please y'all work together because y'all was trying to do herd immunity. We would have had a million plus plus deaths in this country stupid people who said herd immunity like i just want to oh yeah y'all I, we're gonna get past this but um right we will get past this but for real y'all let's just work together the, the america like i'm saying the people who are listening to us in america watching the visual podcast like please work together go mm-hmm. get that vaccine keep that mask on do whatever you need to do but let's please just work together can we like turn america's like um image around because right now we're looking very selfish very um bleh, to um the rest of the world so like can we change that image come um gen z and everybody else like millennials like can y'all help and like the older generations too like i know y'all are stuck in this mindset but please please come on just do your part please just do your part, do your part. Yeah. but all right moving on um so we have a special guest for this week <laughs> how do you want to talk about it a little bit before we jump right in 
Um, no, let's just jump right in. All right. All right. Today on the podcast, we have a very special guest, um, Nicole. And then, girl, you're going to have to do your last name. I don't want to butcher that. So go ahead it's, and tell them what your last name is. And go ahead and tell them a little about yourself. It's Nicole Segovia. Thank you for not wanting to butcher my last name. Um, thank you so much for having me on your guys' podcast. Um, my friend Nolani reached out and I was like, oh my gosh, yes. I'm all for supporting other podcasts um, as I have podcasts of my own as well. So I think it's super cool that we're young and we're doing this and it's like a great network for our, our age. I think it's awesome. Um, about myself, I'm 21. I'm currently at Sacramento State University, but I did start out at Delta College um, in Stockton, California, which is how I met Nolani. Um, I played volleyball there and I also played volleyball um, all four years in high school. So that's like background of my sport. Um, fell in love with it right freshman year. And then that's where everything just kind of took off from there. I'm the oldest of three. So I work, I'm in school. I currently coach volleyball. I coach like eight to 12 year olds. So it's like a handful sometimes, but I wouldn't trade it in. They're super fun. And um, just chugging along Zoom University, just like the rest of us, really just waiting to get back into school. But that's just kind of what I'm about. Very simple, but busy at the same time. Okay, cool. Okay. Right. She she started she started off, so she really answered a lot of the questions. <laughs> she <laughs> really did. <laughs> we, um, okay, well, I guess how many years have you been playing your sport? Uh, six total. Two at the junior college level and then the four in high school. Okay. And yeah. then... Um, so I don't know, is like Sac State, is that D1? It's not D1, is it? What is it? Like? It is D1, but I'm oh, not playing D1. volleyball there. I'm purely there for academics okay. at this point. Okay, yes. so then, okay. But so they are a D1 school. Their volleyball team's really good. Okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for informing us because I was like, I don't know what it is, but. Um, yeah, yeah. So I guess, can you give like a bit of a, like a difference on how like uh, JUCO is different from D1? Would you say you know some of the differences? I know a little bit because I do have a friend that plays um, soccer there. Um, she's on like the competitive team right now. It's like an A team and a B team. I don't know how they switched that up. But the difference that I know is like they definitely, not to say that the JUCO level doesn't put in a lot of time because we definitely put in like hours and hours of time. Like we, I'll be at campus like 6, 7 p.m., at night, like whether it's weightlifting or study hall or just ending practice, um, going to get ice after practice, like anything that you do, like you're there late regardless. But I feel like at the D1 level, all it is is more time. Like the grind is just longer. Um, you're, you're like you have maybe like double days where you like lift twice versus Juco, you might like lift once. Um, but they're very slight differences. So I wouldn't say like one is like better than the other because I feel like at both levels like the grind is definitely there I think that the student athletes at both levels are putting in a hundred percent and it's still a sacrifice no matter what way you look at it that's my opinion on that because I've been at the JUCO level but I have friends that went straight to D2 D1 school so I was like I've seen both but right. both definitely are still hard <laughs> okay and I would I would assume so I mean like you yeah. said they put in a lot of time um yeah and since you're not doing it um at Sac State like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to assume you didn't want to do this as a career or like right okay yeah for me it was just more of like I personally am I wasn't like a naturally gifted volleyball player I always have so much pride in saying that because I feel like I have a friend who's a libero and she's just like naturally gifted like that girl is just raw without like having to try does that make sense like yeah for sure just a natural athlete right versus me I was good but I always had to work really really hard to be like the best mm -hmm. so in that aspect I was like just realistic with myself I was like well if I was to go to a d2 or a d1 school would I be happy a because it is more time that I have to sacrifice and my grades mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's just because of the time like I just thought it wasn't the fit for me but I, I'm super happy with like my JUCO experience I loved it and I think that's like the perfect path that I could have chosen for myself due to like my mindset and like just being realistic with myself, which I feel like is good because I feel like yeah. when you get a really fat head, it can just either eat you up or you can become like really, really good. It's just, it can go either way. Yes, true. We love a humble queen. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we love we a humble do. queen. We do. <laughs> I feel like you have to be like just realistic with yourself. Like don't set your standards too, too high because if you don't reach it, all you're going to have is disappointment. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah most definitely. That can go with anything. Most definitely. I know a few people like that, but I'm not going to get into Yeah, that. no, I think we all do. We all yeah. do. We just okay. sit back and watch. <laughs> yeah, I wish them all the good the, the luck in their career. Yes. Whoever wants to take them, but you know, it is what it is. 
it is um I guess so then for being on Juca level so would you can you give us like an ideal like day for you like what was it like yeah well you know I for some reason I thought it was fun to take 7 a.m's I don't know who and their right mind does that but I did um so I would get up normally leave my house um like 6 30 6 15 if I was actually on time um like early and I would get to school do my classes and then I would always be done like around 12 but that's only because we have practice at three. So we have to have our classes, majority of the like of them during the day. I did have two night classes, but that was only like two days out of the week. And of course they can't be game days because you'll be gone. So you have to definitely like strategize. If you have game days, Monday, Wednesday, or Monday, Friday, whatever it is, you have to make sure your schedule works around that. Um, but my day wasn't really that long, except for like weightlifting days. Cause we would have practice from, um, three to five thirty or three to six and then lifting weights either five thirty to seven or six to seven. So by the time I left, ice on my body, whether we did ice baths or not, um, probably wasn't getting home until around eight and still having a dinner. So and then my homework, um, studying wherever it fit, if I'm being completely honest. Um, and then you wake up and you do it again. If we had away games, we wouldn't get like the furthest we went, I want to say was like Santa Rosa. So we didn't get home until 11, 1030. If that's if we go all three games, like if you just win in two and you leave, maybe home like 10, 1030, mm -hmm. but we always get dinner afterward too. Like the school provides um, each sport with like a debit card or a credit card of some sort um, with money for all the girls. And we have a limit. Like I think everybody's meal has to be under like $10 or something like that, which is pretty doable. Yeah. We love Chick-fil-A. So we always <laughs> would go get Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Um, so by the time you go dinner, everyone on the bus, um, away games were definitely a lot harder. And I personally can't work on a bus. I can't study. I can't like, write. I just can't. And it's dark, but it's nighttime. Right. Um, so the away games are probably the latest I've ever been home, like 11, 1130. And then oh. you have to wake up for your 7am, yeah, but yeah. you still have homework. <laughs> right. That's yeah. Tough. It's, yeah, it's tough, but you do what you got to do. Wow. Okay. I want to step in my before you even ask anything because oh, no, no, uh, go for it. Go yeah. For it. I was going to say, Nicole, you had mentioned prior, you're like the grind kind of between yeah. like a D1 and a Juco is like, um, D1 is like a little bit, it's a little bit extra more. Like you don't want to yeah. say that, you know, either is either, but do you feel like compared to like these big name schools, the Juco athletes don't get the respect slash recognition they deserve from like mm -hmm. the public or like even just their school peers in general? Right. No, I think 100% that statement is valid. I think that coming out of high school for me, like Juco was not something that I was proud of. And I'll be completely honest with that. Like I was so upset with myself that I chose that path. And mind you, I have a cousin that goes to Stanford. Like this girl is a genius. She's not an athlete, but she's just like an academic genius. Right. Mm -hmm. So like my cousin that goes to Stanford, my other cousin went to Santa Barbara, like all these people are just going away to these big, like, you know, four-year universities. And I chose to go the um, Juco route. So at first it was a little bit of like, just like oh like why did I choose that but then once I got there and I saw like the environment I don't I honestly can't speak for other JUCOs but like Delta College was one of the most welcoming and like the community of the athletes especially like we are all so supportive we would have the whole soccer team in our stands for our games like it is loud it's awesome like the support from the coaches and like everything that we had there was amazing but I do think that athletes need to go into a juco like more prideful like you should be proud that you're even playing at a college level like there were some schools that are four years that we could have played and beat like we we have like a beach season on the in the spring so we would play we played Sac State like their beach team at a tournament and we had because it's doubles we play with two people mm -hmm. we had some teams that won and some teams that lost so it's not to say that like you're that much better because you're at a d1 like it's just you're competitive no matter what and you just play and you have fun and I definitely think that the JUCO should be more not only respected but like the kids should recognize like the value of a JUCO like you save money your first two years of general, general education regardless of where you go why not do it for cheaper that's my that's my like input on the JUCO because that's why I did it was because I don't find it I can't financially afford to go straight to a four-year you know my mom's single parent so it's kind of hard when it comes to that yeah, for sure. Any other questions, India? You want to go? No, I just wanted to step in because I felt like it fit best there. But you can continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
um well I guess that kind of leads me into saying like do you regret it you, you clearly don't you think it was like the best opportunity for you or option yes um so why did you choose like Delta out of any Juco you could have went to because you could have gone to Modesto you could have gone to right so what is it the one in Sac River, River City College or something like that that one yeah so the CRC <clears throat> yeah um so I did have a campus visit with CRC and I also had one with Delta Modesto had reached out to me it honestly came down, my top two were CRC and Elk Grove and um, Delta and Stockton. And I did go to both. And I just had like this, like a gut feeling. They were both like, CRC is a beautiful school. The coach is super nice. Like I didn't meet the girls on that visit because it wasn't like their season. Mm -hmm. But when I was at Delta, it was just different. Like I just felt like that was what I was supposed to be doing. Like I got there, the coach was like, just like the energy that she was like, putting out and when I met I met the athletic trainers that day like it was just a different type of visit I think they're both literally the same distance to me so it didn't matter like which one I picked I think it I just sat down and said okay like you felt more welcomed here that just go with your gut and it worked out so that's really like I wasn't like oh financially or anything um it was just the way that I felt while I was at Delta was a lot better than I felt over there and I ended up making like lifelong friends on Delta's team so it worked out oh yeah so so where exactly are you from yeah I'm supposed to say that Lodi you're from Lodi okay Lodi California yeah so I still live here my room (laughs) yeah (laughs) I was supposed to move to um Sacramento State in the fall semester and then COVID hit and I was like well I'm not gonna move Mm -hmm. to Sac to like sit behind my iPad Right. I'm like, I'm just save money, but it looks like things are going to be going back to hybrid, hopefully. So I am planning on moving to Sacramento because I never left home because I went from Lodi. Stockton is like 15, 20 minutes on a good day. Right. So it's like, I'm not going to move to Stockton when I'm 15 minutes away. Um, so I'm like eager for that. Like, I want to like be on campus and like live away from home. I have the best home life. Like, I'm not trying to say I don't, but like, I, just, I want to <laughs> right. adult a little bit, you know? Right. Right. Of course. Of I need course. like space. Yes, for sure yeah completely understandable i i get it <laughs> i get it we're both yeah, like my, we're both away that's exactly yeah, i can we tell because you guys' rooms are so different but like <laughs> even like we'll have like my brothers here in junior and then eighth grade and it's just like a lot like i want to be <laughs> with myself <laughs> that's completely understandable yes. i know your mom is probably gonna be like i'm well i'm gonna miss you even though you're like right up the street so. <laughs> literally no yeah i mean and i'm so close to her i mean we'll both probably cry when i leave but it's fine Aww. like mom i'll be home like every other weekend it's fine <laughs> <laughs> exactly see, see, see that's a plus <laughs> exactly no that's a plus because living across the u.s I don't have the freedom to go back home when I want. Mm-mm. Yeah, where I are wish you? I'm in Michigan. Oh, Lord. Yeah, you're far. <laughs> yeah. You're far, far. Dang. Did you stay for the it, pandemic? Um. So what happened? We ended up closing, I think, in like March of, what was it, last year? Mm-hmm. And like they allowed us to stay on campus, which I did. And I just stayed and worked because I needed the money. And then up until a certain point, they were like, okay, if you leave by this day, we'll give you a refund. I was like, okay, let me take the refund. So (laughs) I took the refund and then I went to Chicago for a week because we have family there. And then um, after that, I came back home. So then through the summer, I was just like back home. And then um, originally we were going to come back in the fall. And then at the last minute, they were like, oh, you can't. But also um, when I decided to leave, it was like, that was the last like at the very last second. So I was like, I can't cancel my plane ticket, but I ended up coming back and just staying on campus for the fall and now the spring, but. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good, that worked out. Mm-hmm. And then I think in the summer, they're planning on mo- moving back to hybrid. I know for the fall, they definitely yeah. are, but. Yeah, summer, Sac State hasn't said anything, but I think for the fall, like all schools are like, we need to do hybrid or like fully in person. Like it's not really working out. Yeah, because they're <laughs> losing people. so much money. That's the thing. And it's I have like so many friends that dropped out. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, I'm taking a semester thing. off. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I might as well just push through. I know it's hard because yeah. offline is not the move, but I, I'd yeah. rather just keep going. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I also feel like if I took a semester off, I would like the fact that I make a lot of money from just working. And I would not want to go back to school because I would be making like less than half of what I was making just working, you know? Exactly. So I'm like, I, I know myself, I won't go back. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> okay, yes. but moving on. Sorry, we were totally off track. Um, I guess, what's something you like, like about your school and dislike? I feel like you've given a lot of like pros, but I guess you, know, yeah. you can reiterate. 
dislike okay I th- actually I like this question so I like the fact that like there's so many benefits that you get when you're a student athlete like priority registration you have like exclusive tutors you have like this thing called this the well ours is called the zone it's like a room it's like a mini computer lab hecka tables to do homework the weight room um we have like school counselors that are specifically for us um and then like you get recognition you get gear like all the fun stuff right but I will say like the one thing that I wish and this might go for all JUCOs like across the board I feel like I call them like what are they called like NARPs non-athletic regular people <laughs> like just like students just people that aren't athletes right like mm-hmm. they don't get the same but it sucks because like just because I have priority registration what if there is a senior or like a sophomore in the case of JUCO that needs like one class to graduate and like the athletes are taking up all the space but they need like you know what I'm saying like I feel like it was a little bit more fair in that sense because there are kids that stay at JUCOs for three four years simply because they can't get the classes they need and there's a crap ton of student athletes like I'm not saying like oh there's a hundred like there's a lot like think about the football team alone how many people are on the football team yeah. a lot so I just feel like they should be more fair in that way because that could push kids through school like it's not I appreciate that we get that but I, I feel bad at the same time like taking spots from somebody else if that makes sense in a way that'd I'd be the only con that'd be the only con that's because you're a humble queen that's okay we get it, <laughs> <laughs> you're a humble queen you're I like I just like, don't want to take it away from anybody else <laughs> yeah I'm like I love it because I got out in two years but I was like dang like what if somebody actually needed that class and like I'm just chilling here like yeah. I didn't have to try just submitted my application to the, all the classes that I needed and I got it yeah you know for sure so that's like the only con though. Everything else was literally awesome. <laughs> it seems okay. like you like speak very highly of the school. So like it, it seems yeah. like you had a great, great experience there, which is I awesome. really did. Um, well, you could kind of you had mentioned very like a lot of like a lot of pros that you guys received yeah. as athletes. Do you feel like it's adequate in return, especially at the Juco level? Because since I'm not under, yeah. like aware of that and very familiar with that experience. Mm-hmm. Like, like so we don't get compensation as far as like here's money for like being an athlete. But I, I don't know if that's just like a California thing. I don't know how Juco's in other states work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that other Juco's do get money. But like as far as the like the resources that we are given, I feel like they go above and beyond. That was my experience at Delta. Like I literally could have had snapped my finger and I would have had help in like every class if I asked for it you know like without even going to like the tutoring center for that class I could have asked my coach like hey I'm really struggling in science and she would text a tutor like it's just so like readily available for us but at the same time I feel like a lot of people that are like oh I have a bad grade in this or oh I'm like dude are you utilizing the resources that you have because we have so many like there's really no excuse for at least not having a C like with the amount of resources that we have as student athletes you know and we have team study halls like it's not even maybe you don't have a study at home but you do it with your team or you should be at least (laughs) you know but yeah I think definitely it's adequate at least in my experience I don't know what the d1 experience is like or any other thing that's not a juco but definitely I think it was adequate enough like for it only being two years for sure that's pretty good um I was gonna say I think it, I think um looking back at our like previous episode um you guys are pretty like similar when it comes to like um stuff you get in return so like they have mm-hmm. a lot of the same things that you guys have I don't think there was one thing that um our cousin said was different so it just seems like comparing the two episodes it just seems like it, it, it's like treatment of the athletes because yeah. at yeah. these big name schools as our cousin was saying because she's she's a d1 soccer player at uh, well she was d1 well she's still d1 but she's at long beach and then she was at washington state and from oh, wow. her experience she was telling us she was saying that the treatment of the athletes is not the same across the board whereas mm-hmm. where i'm seeing and what i'm understanding and taking this to be is it's pretty much the same across the board especially at the juco level maybe because not necessarily lack of resources but just because it's not one of these big name schools and it mm-hmm. seems like her cousin was saying that um based on what sport you're playing at the d1 level specifically it's it's you get a lot more b- based on how much money is coming into the sport yes Yes. So with that, I do want to ask you, um, give me a second. Let me find this question. Um, like what are some changes, I guess you would specifically like to see? Cause based at the D1 level, our cousin was saying, she just would like to see treatment changed across the board. What are some changes you would like to see at the JUCO level? 
I feel like definite, okay, like this might just be a personal thing. I don't know if anybody deals with this, but I feel like some teachers just don't get it. Like they don't get student athletes. Like they kind of are like malicious about it. Like, like we, I don't know how other people do it, but we would have a pink slip from our coach. Like say we say today is Friday and we would have a game day Monday and it was an away game. And I have to leave early from whatever class it was. Like they would give you a pink slip to then turn into your teacher. You have to have it to your teacher two days prior to you missing, which mm. is to me an adequate amount of time to, hey, by the way, I won't be here on this day because X, Y, and Z, right? Some teachers just don't like that. Like, they're just kind of like, oh, okay. But I'm like, you you literally cannot dock me points for being a student athlete. Like, that's not my problem. Like, it's not my problem that you have a problem with it, mm-hmm. you know? But that's just something that I, I don't know if everyone does that or deals with that. But as far as like treatment of athletes, I will say, and I was actually wrong in this. I used, so our soccer team gets like a bunch, like the gear that they get is like insane, like piles of gear. But I didn't know that they were actually doing extra fundraising for that. (laughs) In my eyes, I was like, oh my God, like why did they get 20 shirts and we get like three? You know, like it was kind of like at first, like what the heck? And then I asked my coach and she's like, no, they do like outside fundraising that we could have done. It's just, we didn't do it, but they do outside fundraising to bring in more money for their program because I guess- it's like kind of based off of how many players you have based off like for the money that the school gives you for your program. The food is the same, just how many players, but like, I do feel like football gets a lot more, like even in high school, I felt that way. Like, I feel like, for example, like our rival in high school was um, Lodi High and then I was at Toke and those schools are literally like less than 10 minutes apart and volleyball had to drive ourselves there and football got three buses. Hmm. Like, you know and I was like it's the same distance there's just 47 of y'all and like 15 of us like it would be right. cheaper in a sense to give us a bus because it's one mm-hmm. Very. <laughs> you know but I I just like little things that I noticed like that um but at the juco level I didn't notice anything that was like unfair or things like that not that I witnessed at least like the athletic training was completely accessible to all sports they actually took turns on like say it's like football season and it's not swim season football players get treatment first and then everybody else gets treatment after like same thing on a game day if it's a volleyball game day we even if you're like running late like if you walk in and there's a swimmer they get treatment after you because it's your game day like they're very good about that across the board though so like I've had to wait for swimmers to get treatment and then I was next so I like this I didn't... experience yeah I like this, <laughs> I like experience. this experience. so much better yeah yes. I loved it I actually missed it <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I guess when you're not like, you know, doing your, ath- or, well, I mean, you don't do it now, but like, yeah, um, when you're not an athlete, like, what do you do in your free time? What do you do for fun? Because I know sometimes well, I'm coaching now. So that's like, I'm still like in the volleyball world. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I find like, I'm so better balanced. Like I just have like more like happiness in other areas that I didn't have it when I was playing. Like I miss, I think my family went on like this camping trip and it was like, a, they went for three days, but of course that we can, they pick, I have a freaking volleyball tournament. So like, I missed out on that. Um, but just like not being able to go to like my brother's Saturday soccer games. Maybe we had morning practice that Saturday, or maybe I had a game or a tournament somewhere. Like I just have more time to do things that I didn't get to do for the past almost six years because of volleyball. Um, and I also have better grades. <laughs> I just have more time to like invest in myself and in work and make more money, which is nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just like, I don't miss, I don't miss the late nights, like being up till one, two in the morning because you have an exam. I don't miss like that stuff, but I definitely miss like the environment and like, like that feeling of like winning and like, <laughs> just like being together. Like I do miss that. Um, but I have more time to do like, it's time for me to like do my career now. I feel like that's where I'm at in my life. Like it's time for me to be a teacher. Like that's what I'm going for teaching um, okay. high school PE teacher. But I'm like, okay, like now it's time for you to like do what you're like going to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. That's different. I've never heard anyone say they want to be a high school PE teacher. I know oh, like yeah, science girl. and like, <laughs> No, but that's I'm trying to be in leggings fun. every day. I'm trying to look cute. I'm, no, no, no. I want summers off. Yes, breaks off. That 
Yeah, that is a great care. way to look at it, honestly. I'm like, I, need the fancy, I mean, yes, money's great, like the fancy stuff, but like y'all can give me my, I don't know, whatever teachers make, because they make more depending <laughs> on what county you teach in too. So got to be True. strategic. Don't yeah, you for one case, you you have good retirement. That's all I know. That's all I know. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and I have good benefits because I'm like union, so I have like dental health, all that stuff. Oh, even better. So I'm like chilling. Oh heck yeah, <laughs> she is even on better. it. She's like I already. I'm know. all leggings <laughs> of the day is <laughs> <laughs> a week. I'm screaming. Idea? Any questions? Well, no, because I was gonna ask something about balance, but you kind of you already said it. It was like it's yeah. You have more balance. You have a more balanced life without the sports being added. So yes, yep, that was that. I guess from like a, a T quiz. Oh, go ahead. My bad. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. No, I, no. I was going to say, I was, I was just always stressed. Like, <laughs> I was just always like, I was like running literally from work. I had 30 minutes to get from work to practice. And then from practice, I had, you know, 10 minutes to change for weights. And then I had, you know, to get to, like, it was just always like, I was always like on the go and I never had time to like breathe. <laughs> but now, I mean, it, I'm still busy. I can never like stay like slow life I have to have like a busy yeah. life that's just my personality but I definitely don't miss like that kind of fast pace like I just like to chill when I want to chill and if I want to be busy I'll be busy like yeah. that's more of like my life now that seems like a great balance <laughs> um but I was gonna say so for more of like a tea question I guess um yeah was there like a, any drama I mean the way you're describing it to us it seems like there was not drama at all and you guys just loved each other but was there like any time where there was drama with um anyone on the team I guess no there was there was lots of drama oh okay (laughs) there was 18 girls I mean come on it's just like the drama that we endured though was a lot different because I feel like of course this is just I've never played a sport where there wasn't a favorite Mm. period Mm. okay I've never been on a team where there was not a clear favorite and maybe it was me at one point Maybe it was me because in high school, I mean, I, so I played varsity starting my sophomore year. So I was like, okay, maybe it was me. I'm still really coaching my high school coach. Right. So I'm like, it might've been me, but I also never like took advantage of that. Like some people did at the college level. Um, I just feel like when you're at the college level and maybe you, and if you're the star player, like that's fantastic. Like I'm happy for you, but it's all about like how you how you handle that especially if you're a team captain because just because like for example I was a team captain at Delta and I was not the best player on the team like I could wholeheartedly say there were a lot of girls that were better than me but I was a team captain for a totally different reason Mm -hmm. like I was I'm like the loud one I'm the one that will cheer every freaking play I will cheer my ass off like every time I don't care if we lost the point I'm gonna pick you up (laughs) like you know like that's just the type of person that I am but there were people that were the best and were the captains, but they took full advantage of that and almost were like just fat headed, like cocky people. And it's not something that I personally think makes the team better, right. but yeah. because of the captain, they somehow get away with that, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was hard being a cap- being captain with people like that, just because I never really fully knew how to handle that because I was I'm more of like the peacemaker like look like we're all here for the same reason we're here to get better we're here to win and we're here to have fun versus like other people are like well this is what you guys are doing wrong and this is what I'm doing and like you guys need to pick it up and this and that and I'm like okay well you're not like fully wrong like I'm not gonna knock what you're doing but there's a totally different way you could have approached that situation right like for sure I don't I don't want to be talked to that way like oh you're doing this this and this and I'm doing this like excuse me Right. I'm a whole human like you're yeah. not you know don't be whittle me because you're you are better than me I'll give you that like you are better <laughs> but that doesn't give you the right to treat me that way you know mm-hmm. but definitely. that was like really the only drama we never have like I mean there was probably drama between like some girls but I stayed out of that I was like <laughs> <laughs> there was 18 of us that's a lot of people yeah, yeah. for sure and only six play at a time like that's a lot of people <laughs> yeah most definitely <laughs> yeah so if it's one was... thing I learned oh go ahead go, go ahead. ahead no you that. are you sure <laughs> yeah you're okay <laughs> I was gonna say no yeah if it's one thing I learned with um any like group of girls there's always gonna be some type of drama like I feel like drama yeah. with girls is inevitable and mm-hmm. it's just over like the littlest of things oh absolutely so absolutely like oh she's talking to the same guy I was talking to I was like okay but who was talking first like why does that matter <laughs> is this even relevant like seriously like but definitely I'm such a different person now than I was when I got to the college though like I look back and I'm like maybe I did take part in some of that and that was so stupid like (laughs) what was I doing it's okay 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. But it's okay. But the drama thankfully wasn't like and we all addressed it with each other. Like we never really had to bring the coach in. Like it was always like we were close enough to like hey girl like you're being kind of dumb like can you stop doing that yeah. like that's or it's just coming off the wrong way I know what you mean but it's coming off the wrong way yeah. you know we were able to do that so that was really helpful because bringing in the coach just starts like a whole nother line cool. of drama and that's on being an adult because that's yeah. from the high yes. school level to the college level so you yes handle it like adults I mean as yeah. you should as you should yeah um, I did want to ask you a question because uh, mm-hmm. you kind of touched on it with like the attitudes being like, I guess, and I guess I, per se egos being, you know, like over yeah. because it, per se they are a favorite. Um, I feel like in a lot of ways, when people think of the uh, athlete in college, like life, I guess a lot of people would seem to think it is like a, they would be seen as stuck up or like they have this oh. attitude. Jesus didn't mean to do that. They have this attitude. Um, do you feel like that is a misconception or do you feel like that is actual truth when it comes to being a college athlete? Like, do you feel like there is a certain kind of type of like, they feel like they hold a status? Mm-hmm. I have like a very different opinion on that because I feel like you, like when I think of a student athlete, I think of somebody that works really hard. I think of somebody that's very dedicated. I think of somebody that like really loves what they do and like they're proud of themselves So for me, it's more of like, how do you carry your pride kind of thing? Because like, personally, I think we should all be prideful of being student athletes because it's not easy. Like, it's not just a simple job that anybody can walk in and be like, that's all you do. Like, let me just do it. Like, you're like making it seem like it's so much more like it's so hard. So I feel like we should be allowed to have pride, but not like, don't be rude. Like, I don't think per, I've never come across anybody that was like I'm better than you like because I'm an athlete like move out of the way kind of person Mm -hmm. but I can see why people feel that way Mm -hmm. because like I mentioned earlier we get all these benefits and who's to say that a you know just a regular student isn't working just as hard in other areas of their life so it's like I totally get the the like the thought of that but I feel like it's so rude to judge just because we're student athletes like that's not a reason why we might act that way but it's also not like justifying why people should act that way do you see what I'm saying no I get it but it's so hard to like it's kind of hard to not act like that because I mean we work so hard and we put in all these hours and we still have to show up to class like we're we're deadbeat tired like if I'm not if I'm not even lying like I would rather fall asleep in my night class especially my night class oh my god I was so tired like I'd be sitting there I'm like I have no idea what lecture we're on what chapter we're on I'm literally just surviving right now like that's what's happening I would go into class with ice on my knees from practice like dripping ice like everywhere like but it's just like the dedication was there so I feel like for that aspect I should be allowed to feel that way like I'm I do think I work harder than some people but I'm not knocking other people's hard work so it's kind of like finding that fine line of where you fit in and how you want to portray that as a person yeah okay all right before we go on with any questions uh, other questions i do have mm-hmm. a little game it is called describe that team in one okay. word <laughs> in one word describe to us the men's soccer team oh my god <laughs> they're nice like they're actually the nicest team they're nice <laughs> nice okay men's yes, basketball nice. <laughs> basketball men's basketball has to be one word Mm-hmm. um <laughs> cocky oh, okay 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 <laughs> um track and field smart smart okay <laughs> women's basketball hot hot <laughs> <laughs> okay football oh um hungry they're like always eating <laughs> hungry hungry women's soccer silly I love those girls oh my gosh they're so silly I love them okay baseball what do I just think of chew I'm sorry (laughs) chew chew screaming um sorry I literally just lost my place okay uh softball oh wow that's hard one um they kind of intimidating. They're intimidating to me. Intimidating. Okay. Yes. Um, swimming. Do swimming slash diving. Yeah, swimming slash diving. I guess yeah, because they're kind of joined together. 
Oh, I think of like, shoot, I want to say two words. I think of like their butts. Like they have really nice legs and butts. Like they're very <laughs> fit. They're very fit. That's a good okay. word. Fit. Okay, fit. Yes. Okay. And then do you, does, do you guys have a tennis team? Tennis, I guess? We did we? We had golf, not tennis. You had golf. Okay. Okay. Describe golf. Sorry. Describe the golf, golf team. Mm-hmm. Like patient, because I don't have patience to play golf. <laughs> patient. Okay. I love that. I love Wait, that. Patient. I didn't know um Delta didn't have a tennis team. You guys have either. all those tennis courts. So we do okay. I personally have never met anybody on a tennis team, so we might. <laughs> I just never met them. But okay. I do I did ask that because I was like, we do have hella tennis courts, like yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. But I've never even seen anybody out there practicing. Like I've never seen it. Right. We it's have like the like... cheerleaders, we have the golf that I wasn't really that close to, but I like knew people on the team. And then the rest of them I was like talking to I knew everybody else. But like just those two in particular, maybe. They, I don't know. I haven't seen them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then lastly, describe the volleyball team in one word. The volleyball team? Mm-hmm. The best. We're like the best. Like we're, like, <laughs> we're just we're so like, we just show up for each other. Like I just, I loved it. I loved it. I'm like oh, so wow. happy I did that. <laughs> All right. Um, Damon, you have any more questions? No, we're pretty much. I've pretty much completed yeah, my. Yeah, pretty much. We're pretty much wrapped it up. I'm glad we finished it with that game. Thank you again, Nicole, for joining <laughs> us. Um, yes, thank you so much. Is there anywhere the people can reach you? Yes. Well, first, you guys can go to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be my sure. Podcast. Yeah, shout out the podcast um, though. Mm-hmm. I'm on basically all platforms. It's um, there's always more. I upload every Monday. Which don't you guys upload Mondays too? We do, right? <laughs> I thought that was so cool. I was like, wow, look at that. So I upload on Mondays. <laughs> My Instagram is Nicole Segovia, last name S-E-G-O-V as in Victor, I with two A's at the end. Um, and yeah, you guys can follow me, my podcast. I do more of like health and wellness slash like living life with a college student kind of thing. Um, but I love that you guys do like interviews with student athletes because I feel like it's so, it's just beneficial for a lot of people to like hear. Like me, I'm an ex-athlete, but like I have a lot to say as far as like the journey and what it took to like get through that. And like my life now is a lot different than I would have ever pictured it to be if I'm being quite honest but I think it's awesome I like what you guys are doing so thank good job on thank you thank you you're welcome thank you <laughs> I was gonna say too sorry even before we finish and close our, our thing out like our gen our our little podcast it's kind of like a little bit of everything like we kind of switch yeah. it up every single month and I feel like at the end of the day it's just very it's an educational podcast because we're mm-hmm. learning everything from everybody and I appreciate these interviews and I appreciate you coming on very last minute so for anybody who's listening she really did come through because we needed somebody. <laughs> so thank you so very much. You're um, welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. And to close, this, to close this podcast out, you guys know anything and everything Tea Time with the Kennedys related, go ahead and hit us up at our Instagram page at the Kennedy Twins or even hit us up at our personal Instagram pages at Hadia Kennedy. That is at H-A-D-I-Y-A Kennedy. And then you can follow me on Instagram at damali.k, D-A-M-A-L-I.K. And if you're looking for any motivation, inspiration in your life, be sure to follow my other Instagram page, hk.insider. With that being said, we'll see you guys next time. Yes, thank Bye. you so much. <laughs>